Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, gorgeous goddesses, and welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily Kylo. Thank you so much for joining me in today's incredible episode featuring a top LA real estate agent, Shelton Wilder. So before we get to that episode and all the juicy deets, I wanted to make sure you've all grabbed the Cool Confidence Bundle. So in this bundle, I'm giving you all the tools you need to really build that confidence because as you ladies know, this is something we can build. You're not just having to sit there and feel like you're lacking confidence. You can build it. So within this bundle, I have your higher self walking meditation, bad bitch tapping session, confidence meditation, boss bitch affirmations, a get ready with me meditation, which is my personal fave. It really amps me up in the morning. So make sure you get your beautiful hands on that at cool confidence bundle. And I'm going to link it in the show notes for you. So make sure you pick that up for just $27. Okay, let's get into today's episode. This was such a good one, you guys. So Shelton is the CEO of Shelton Wilder Estates, and she is in the top 1.5% of all agents in the United States, which is a huge accomplishment in and of itself. So she specializes in residential and commercial real estate and really prides herself on her ability to provide clients with a positive, hassle-free experience. And let me tell you, talking to Shelton, I could see how she would make this so easy for you because she is so positive and enthusiastic. So we were very two little excited peas in a pod there because we're both, we both have that very excited, enthusiastic energy. So I loved her positive vibes and I know you are going to too. So today's lessons include her journey into real estate and being featured on Shark Tank. Super cool. We talked about how she balances a successful business with motherhood, the importance of finding help as an entrepreneur and mother, and her top tips for investing in real estate. So this is a very juicy episode. I cannot wait to share it with you. And as always, please share it on social media, leave us a review and let us know what you're loving. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here is episode 70 featuring Shelton Wilder. So welcome to the show, Shelton. Thank you so much for being here. Yay, thank you. Thanks for having me, Emily. My pleasure. I'm so excited to get going with you. Let's jump right into the mom fashions. Uh, Are you ready? Fashions. I love it. Yes. (laughs) What's the best part of being a mom? The best part of being a mom is so I am a boy mom. They are five and seven, Bo and Lane. And I would say the best part of being a mom is. I mean, I just light up when I talk about it, being a mom. I mean, I just, I love them so much. It's really, you know, my purpose. It's really my why. It's the reason I do, do everything is, is, is for them. And, um, and then also I just, I love raising little boys. It's been really fun. And, um, and also my favorite part of being a mom is, is seeing them together. 
mixing them together. They're very close. So those are, those are, I would, those are my things. <laughs> That's amazing. And yeah, two years apart, you do hope that they'll be close. And so it sounds like their personalities get along, which is amazing. Cause you never know. <laughs> best friends, best friends. And I've like made it that way. <laughs> like very make sure. Yeah. I love it. Built-in besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the hardest lesson you've learned? So switching gears here, because it's not all rainbows and butterflies in motherhood. Mm-mm. I'll tell you, and I tell all moms this, and I really share the story and even kind of like, I'm really into positron. I listen my little weird thing, I call it, but I'm very positive and it really kind of annoys people sometimes because I think it's that like false positivity, but I'm, I really am. You can ask my sister, you can ask my friends, or I really am positive, but I even put it out there like on Facebook as a while ago is so I had my first son. I nursed him. It was so magical. It was so easy. It was literally the, the best thing I'd ever done. Yeah, it was so easy. And I nursed him for 19 months. It was like, it was like a whole thing. And so when I had my second son and you same sex and everything, you know, two boys and you're like, Oh yeah, I'll crush this. I'll do this so easily. So I had him and I, tried to nurse Lane and I tried for weeks and it was just really hard. And then I found out after just trying and trying, he was allergic to my breast milk. Oh my gosh. So he was gaining no weight. He was like breaking out from it. I was getting mastitis. Um, it, it was, it was just a nightmare. And that, and my, my first had never even had a bottle. He had never had formula. He, he only was on me. He was literally attached to me. And then to have the second one, and I had judgment on moms that didn't. So that's my lesson. I was just Judy on moms that didn't nurse. And then I think God was like, listen, bitch, I'm going to teach you a little story. I'm going to tell you a little thing about humility. I'm going to smash you down and like humble, like, pancake, humble crepe, annihilate you to where you're like acceptance of everybody and what everybody. So now literally like I could care less. No, anybody can do anything ever in life because I feel like my biggest lesson is that anytime you judge something or, or someone, then it comes back on you. That, that, that lesson will happen to you. So now I'm like any mom, just even being a mom, like whatever you do is great. Perfect. Good. Applaud. You had them come out, you, you, your surrogate, your nurse, you don't nurse your, your, I mean, surrogacy, like who cares? Just you're doing great. That's yes. I, yeah. I love that. Absolutely. That was, my lesson. that was my lesson. And you know, it's interesting too. The more moms I talk to who have more than one child, they say that they often are very different in certain regards. Right. And you can't expect that it's just going to be a little carbon copy. But I think sometimes you're thinking, well, like you said, I mean, it's another boy. It's like me and my partner again or whatever. It's, you think it's really similar, but they're their own little human. Yeah. They had their own thing. And you know what? Lane is thriving. He had you know, formula. There's no difference. He's healthy. They're great. No, no problems. So absolutely. And I always say too, cause a lot of women do struggle really hard with breastfeeding. And I always think that the mother's mental health has to come first too. And if you are struggling to make this happen, honey, how are you going to show up as a mom? It's really, yeah. really hard to. So I say just, you know, screw it if it's really not working for you. Yeah. If it's not working for you, stop with all the judgment. Just do whatever works for you. Because I just kept doing it. And finally, my doctor was like, uh, 
you're like, you quit eating this. You did everything. You quit eating all the, like you're allergic. They're allergic. He's allergic. Stop like poisoning your child and get a grip. (laughs) Stop trying to force it. I was like, Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. But to me, that reminds me of a lesson I continually have to learn in motherhood and parenting is that the, you have to let go of that expectation that you have because you really just have to parent the child you have. And that's like the perfect example. The kid is like, listen, mom, like this ain't working for me, honey. And you just, your expectation is like, well, I want to breastfeed. It feels like the right thing to do. And then your kid's like, no, mom, that ain't going to work for me. Yeah. Not happening. Like three weeks in, two weeks in, like trying to tell you something here, lady. (laughs) Hey, pay attention. (laughs) These are good lessons. These are good lessons. Yeah. That's my biggest lesson so far. And it's helped me for my all being a mom in every way. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Shelton, what is your daily ritual? So I love asking this of all the mamas that I interview because they're all super successful, usually like entrepreneurs. And I love hearing what their daily ritual is because I find that they need something to keep them kind of grounded and ready to go for all the things they need to do in their life. Okay. So my big thing is I, I see them, I see them every day, morning and night, and they're very independent children. They, it means because it's like survive, you know, I got to survive because <laughs> they just got to do their own thing here. They get dressed themselves. They make their beds. They brush their teeth. They do all their, you know, do all their things. Um, but our big grounding thing is every night I put them to bed and I do rubs and songs. That's what we call rubs and songs. Aww. And I sing four little songs to them, each the same song every single night and give them their little rubs. And then that's how they go to bed. That's how they decompress. And then we also, I love to ask them like what their peak and pit, peak and pit of the day. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of our thing, but the rubs and songs is like the big, and that's been a great part of quarantine. I feel like is that I'm home every day because before it, I was gone way too much at night. I was, I was out, I was like a 1950s dad. I was like, see you on the weekend, maybe for 10 minutes. You know, I was like workaholic way too much. So having that every day, grounded thing has, has been really, really good. I can tell it, it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love hearing that because I think for me, 2020 was my best year yet, which yeah. I, I know it's unpopular opinion in some circles, but I think, I yeah, yeah I it's, it's good to share these things though, because I think it's funny as you were talking about how you're um, almost sometimes get accused of having like toxic positivity. I would say I am actually one of those people too, that I think Sometimes people think, yeah, right. Are you actually that fucking happy all the time? But most of the time I am. I do have my, my days, my moments, absolutely. And I will share those. But it's interesting because 2020 really was such a good year for me. And as you were explaining, it sounds like it was a really good year for you too. And there's, there's something that's so powerful about the gift of presence and time with your children because they're never going to be five and seven again right? Like this is it. So it's so cool that you're able to do that. Yeah. So even if it's not a ton of time, it's like a little bit of that quality time together. And then we have our like dates and I do a lot of, um, we go to like fancy hotels and that they know that that's like our thing. Like, even if it's just one night, but they know that like, Oh, mom takes us to hotel. (laughs) I love that. I would have like died of happiness as a child. (laughs) 
sounds like, amazing. Hey, here we go. Four seasons, whatever, you know, just, just to leave like that special time. I try to put my phone away. So mm-hmm. I do, I am a workaholic. That's for sure. But, but the key, the key in what you said there, I think for me too, is that it's not actually about the amount of time because you could be sitting on your phone with your kids all day long. Yeah. And this isn't to throw shade at anyone who that is their current situation. Like sometimes that's how it has to be, but it's that quality time. That's what they're going to remember. They're not going to think, oh, I wish she had been there from sunup to sundown. Like no kid wants that anyway. <laughs> so. No, that's what mommy too, our nanny's for, you know, mommy too. We know that's her name. She's our family. And that's <laughs> mommy too. I love it. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't, people had already asked, oh my God, I can't believe they call her mom. I'm like, I wish she was my mom. She's amazing. What do you mean? Have you had her quesadilla? Like, she's great. Like she's the best ever. Like, who cares? How do you survive? Everybody used to have so many helpers. You can't just have one. No. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm totally in acceptance. Yes. I'm with you. Well, we used to grow up, you know, grow up in villages, literally where your aunt, your cousin, your sister would all pitch in. Yeah. 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 So if you're trying to rely on a nanny, that's only one other person. I mean, what do they, what do people want from us? Yeah. Too much. <laughs> I'm not literally superwoman, okay? No, can't. So, what are you most grateful for in your life right now? What am I most grateful for? Well, I am super grateful for that my kids are thriving, that we were able to find a pod for them to be in for this year for school. They were able to be in school, that they're thriving, they're they're doing well. My husband's doing really well. We've had the best year of our marriage as well. <gasps> Yeah, which was great, which was great. And then um, for my team, I love my team and I lo- I really do. I just feel excited that I found kind of my passion. I was in fashion before and it was not my passion. I don't think it wasn't, it wasn't great. I was on, like on Shark Tank and had that clothing line. It was just, it wasn't that, I wasn't excited about it. I was like, oh, got another order. I would get mad when I got an order because I'd have to go like... <laughs> Just ship it. And it was so lonely. And so I love, I love, I've come from a big family. I like to be surrounded by a lot of people. And I have this like female team that we have one guy, but it's just really amazing. And yeah, so there's a lot, a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. And my clients, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot, there's just like Positron. I said, I'm happy about a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm happy to hear it. I love to hear it, but the people really are where it's at. Right. And having those. Yeah those amazing people in your life. And then the people you love really thriving. That's huge. Yes. Yes. I want everybody to do well and be happy. And our nanny. I mean, all, all of it, all of, all of the people, nothing happens without all the people. So. Mm-hmm. Especially with someone who, you know, has a business. I mean, you need those support systems or it's not going to happen. No, nothing works. Mm-mm. So last one of the mom fashions here, and you kind of mentioned this already actually, but what is your why for your life? It sounds like oh, it's your kids. It is. It is for sure. For sure. That's my why. And yeah, I just feel like that's my why is they're, they're just, I, I really strive though to have them be really independent though. It's, it's, you know, raising children in Los Angeles is just, you know, I'm sure it's just want them to, you know, learn. I want them to see me working hard and that nothing was just handed to us, that myself and their dad work really hard. And um, yeah, but that's, that's the why is 
And, and I also get a lot of joy. Like my, my business is revolves around helping people. So that's, you know, that feels really good, but yes, the children for sure. But I just want them to see me out there and they know it was so cute yesterday. He was going to a play date and then I was like, well, I'm off to, you know, to a house again. And then Bo seven, he said, my mom's a real estate agent. She's really good at it. She's really good. <laughs> She's really great. I was like, that's so nice. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I work really, you know, he told his friends. <laughs> He's proud of you. That's so cute. Yeah, that, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. And it's like, not that you need their validation. I'm sure you feel this way as well. But there's something really nice about being seen. I mean, everyone wants to be seen and recognized. And I mean, what better way or better person to be recognized from it than your kids? So yeah. sweet. It I feels, love that. Feel really good. It was Ooh. nice. So they know where I am. You know, they know that I'm at my workshop. They go to the workshop and they know, you know, I'm just not out being crazy. I'm just, you know, working, working away. But yeah, that, they're definitely my why. Oh. That's beautiful. So there were so many things from this opening segment that um, I kind of want to talk about that I think the first thing I was curious to hear your perspective on was actually how the pandemic has shifted your relationship. I think that's really interesting because you said this was kind of your best year as partners yet. And I would love to hear kind of how that happened or why you think that is. Relationship with my husband. Yes. So we, we have just been closer than ever, I feel like, and we're home more and really had like, my business has never been busier. And then he, he's an attorney and his, his practice has been thriving too. So we've really had to like kind of team up and work together. And we also are both sober. And so we were able to like be in a meeting with each other this year. Cause it was like on zoom. Um, so that's been really fun and just kind of, you know, being that like way more intimate with, with kind of, you know, that like more mature love we've been married. It'll be eight years. So it's just, you know, and just kind of hanging together, but that kind of like, we have so much trust. That's the best part of our marriage, I would say. And it's just, yeah, the, the trust side of it where it's like, okay, teammate, I got that. You know, I'm going here, you're going there. It's just, you know, and just kind of working together. So mm. I love that. So I don't think that's necessarily, again, like I said, it hasn't been everyone's best year necessarily, but I do love hearing stories like yours of how it has been able to bring you closer together because I mean, we'll take the positives where we can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've been watching some fun shows together, you know, all that stuff, you know, when you're home more. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it, but you got to see the good side of it and just enjoy that time. And I, I love that. I love that for you. Hey, so let's talk a little bit about your career background. So you kind of alluded to this, but you yeah. started out in a very different career background. Yes. So yes. yeah. yeah. Can you walk us through? So what were you doing? And then how did you get drawn into real estate? I would love to hear. Okay. So I was in fashion. I started when I got my first job, when I turned 16 on my birthday at Benetton. And that was like, you know, commission sales. And then went into um, running a store in North Carolina called Capital. And there's actually one in Brentwood now, which is, you know, one of my favorite stores. And so it was very high-end boutique and I was a buyer manager. It was like, you know, like a Barney's 
it's not around anymore, like very, very high end. Um, and I did that for a long time. I really did love it. I was, you know, fashion stylist as well as being there. And then I decided to move to LA and I just, you know, just, I'd been there like seven years. So, okay, if I'm going to go, I better try this. So I, I did. And then I started my own business where I was a, a company called Luxury Lifestyle Management, where I just kind of made it up where I would like shop and style and hang out and plan weddings and events for you. And then um, after that, I went into having a clothing line called Shimmy, or it was Sheltini, then it became Shimmy. And then I, I got on Shark Tank and I had that and I kept styling people as well as having that clothing line. And then, then I had my first child, Bo, and I didn't work. And so I kind of like recalibrated and I decided, you know, what do I really want to do? And I got really quiet until I got like the click. I don't know. I call it the click. I don't know if you guys have had that where you're changing careers. And I decided, okay, well, this checks all the boxes. It's working with people really closely, um, big ticket, you know, kind of things and really kind of helping change people's lives. I mean, fashion is great and fun. And I did help people feel wonderful and amazing and how you look is depends on how you feel, but that I really felt like this is, you know, helping people to build wealth. You know, that's, that's what I tell people. They ask what I do. And I'm like, I help people build wealth because you get to kind of live in your bank account. It's pretty awesome when you're like living in your bank account and just growing and you're like paying yourself to live there. And so it's just felt really good. So I got to use all my skills because I felt like real estate is as intimate as styling. Cause it's like, you're seeing people naked, you know, at their house and then you're seeing people where they're going to live and then their bank account, you know, it's very intimate. So it's kind of merged together. So I've just, once I got the click, I've like never slowed down, just full steam ahead. And that's been, I'm on my fifth year in real estate right now. Mm, amazing. I love that. You know, I never really thought of real estate as being intimate, but then as soon as you said it, I'm like, it is, they know your bank account, your credit score, they know all your like likes and wants because you know, your home is, is where you really, you know, live your life. Especially yeah. if you're like me, it's very important that I have like a beautiful home. I'm the, I'm that type of person. I'm very much like, I like the, the aesthetic to be beautiful. I wanted to like smell nice. I like to have fresh flowers. Like that's my, you know, my vibe. So it, you know, you spend what percentage of your time at your house quite a lot for most people. Yes. So it is kind of intimate, isn't it? Yeah, and then when you're listing, you're in the person's home, you have their key, you have their alarm code, you are like in their space, you're showing the thing, you know, you know, you're showing their house, where they live, where their clothes are, you know, totally. where their kids' toys are, you know, it's, 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 it's a big deal. It's a very, you know, they have to trust you. So yeah. it, it, I, I think it's a really big privilege and honor to be able to help people with oh. that decision in their life. So, yes. I absolutely mm -hmm. love that. I love the way you described that about the kind of bank account too. <laughs> You're kind of, I know. That's way, it is. I it would is. say it feels like a forced savings account in a way. That's how I look at it too. Cause I was talking, yeah, I was talking to Sheldon before we started recording and saying like, that's, you know, kind of a next step for me and my partner. It's, you know, it's kind of probably similar to LA to get into the markets pretty like insane here, but we want to. And it, that's the way we kind of have looked at it too. It's a bit of a, you know, forcing us to save our money. And even if our first place isn't our forever home, which I'm okay with, I just want to get in there, you just know, jump in, get in the market, just get in, get something, stop paying someone else's mortgage. And you know, oh, it's good. 
Mm-hmm. On that note, I wanted to ask you, because you're such an expert in this arena, obviously, what are some things that you really just want everyone I'm not even, I had specifically thought of women, but just everyone to know about real estate. Like, what is it you want people to know? What is it I want them to know? Probably this, the thing that you were saying about how it's a forced savings, you know, living in your bank account. And then it's the quickest way to build wealth. That's what, you know, everyone has said that the most millionaires were made from property, owning property. Um, And also just there's, there's something special about when you do own it's it's like this new sense of i don't know once we bought our house it was like it's, we felt really like grown ups or something <laughs> like okay we're grown ups now <laughs> or something so um i i just do encourage it even if it's an investment property or something smaller um it doesn't have to be like you said your forever home you could get a condo first and then move in but it's a way to kind of keep building up to that so i think it's just something it's just a smart way to save and invest. So I don't know, I, encur- I always encourage it. It's a bit, you know, that's my, that's my thing. That's what I would say. Absolutely. And then what would you say for people who are, you know, probably like in your type of market in LA or where I am in Vancouver, where for the first time home buyers, it's not necessarily an easy thing to get in. Like I look at the prices of real, I, I don't anymore, but I used to sometimes look like what you can get here for a million dollars is like a shack that needs to be torn down. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's wild. You look in some places in the U.S. and it's like, here's a mansion for two hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like eight acres in a mansion. Oh, we'll throw some horses into. You're like, oh, cool. Three hundred thousand dollars. You're like, what? Cool. Um, but what is your advice for people who are in those kind of like really hot markets and are looking to get in? some way somehow. Okay. So I would say that location, 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 obviously it's very important. And if you're looking and you're a buyer, my suggestion, and we say this to our clients too, is to not look at the hot homes. Don't look at the houses, usually the ones that I list that are perfect, that are like turnkey, need nothing, they're staged, they're painted, they're amazing. Look at the homes that have been on the market for a while and like, what's going on? Like if the pictures are bad or they have like clothes thrown around or just horrible taste, you're like, yes, I'll take it. You know, look at the, look at the location and like the bones, try not to get so distracted by, you know, the pretty photos and the drone, you know, we, we, we now have drones fly through the homes. I mean, we we go, we go all out. So I would say, look for the ones that are struggling that have been <laughs> for a while. And those could be the gems. Those are the hidden gems. And then you can actually get them for a good price. And it's easy. Get yourself a Carlos. You know, Carlos is our, is our amazing contractor <laughs> that I just, you know, bring around all my properties and get, you know, try to find a great contractor or a great agent. Obviously it's good to have a great agent that really has your back and supports you and will stick with you throughout the process. Don't try to go with just some random, random agent, um, to have someone that like cares about you and is going to fight for you. So those are my thoughts. I love it. But that's a good tip for, like I said, for people who are like myself, who are just wanting to get in there. This is a great tip. Look for those hidden gems. I love it. <laughs> yeah, look for the dogs. Look for the ones that's like, whoa, they really put that photo on the internet? What is that? <laughs> that, that you want to you go run, run for those. R- go get those. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. 
So last thing I wanted to talk to you about, Shelton, was how you have kind of approached going into motherhood as well as being an entrepreneur, real estate agent. So how have you made that work? And we did touch on something earlier, which was have help. That's actually my like number one tip. Outsource is is my number one tip is outsource. But I would love to hear from you some things that have really helped make your life, you know, a little easier, go a little smoother. And I know it sounds like you've had your best year yet. So that's amazing. I would say with motherhood. So with my first, like I said, didn't work, then got pregnant. And then I decided, got the click at 19 months. And then I got my license in my second trimester with my second son and then closed the deal with the first, with the, you know, when in the hospital with my baby, we went to like the, no, (laughs) through with my eight day old baby, the nanny, the two-year-old, the husband, like all of us, we were like, we're coming the whole crew. So very committed, but yeah, I would say the, that's, that's the tip there is. And then also I just have to just give a shout out to my husband is really helpful. He's really helpful. And he understands that, you know, at first he was like, what, what is this business? You know, you're the biggest self promoter I've ever met. And I'm like, well, who the hell else is going to do it? You know, with the whole Instagram thing and photos and the whole thing. But, um, but yeah, he's, he's, very grateful, very supportive. And that's been, that's been super helpful, but yeah, just collaboration, get, get help, get, get, get the, as much as you possibly can, I think. And then, yeah. And it's also help. I don't know how, but they have just, my little guys are really independent. You know, they've just, (laughs) they've realized they don't get it themselves. No one's going to get it for them. So like with like, you know, so I just, that's been helpful. And yeah, I guess that's my tip. I love it. The independence though is such a big deal because at the end of the day, to me, being a parent is literally your duty is to prepare them to be adults. So if, if you're never giving them opportunities to have independence, what do you think is going to happen at 18 when they try and go to college, right? It, it's going to be a bit of a shit show. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to be like, you're not doing my laundry. You didn't do this. You didn't, do, you know, it's going to be like, no, you got to put your toys away, do your things. I mean, my parents didn't do great at that. And I had, we had full-time housekeeper all the time. I've never made my bed. I only just started making my bed this year. I'm 42. I'm like, that was new year's resolution. 2021. <laughs> I'm like, if my sons are making their bed, I better make my bed. This is mama better. Mm -hmm. I mean, mom better step it up. You know, they put their clothes away. They get dressed themselves. I'm like, so yeah. So I'm trying, yeah. Trying to prepare them and not coddle them too much and just let them go and have some disappointments and be sad sometimes. And, and you know, if they don't win their game and all all that stuff. Yeah. Just preparing them Mm -hmm. and best friends. That's my thing. They share a room on purpose. And I do this weird little thing. I was telling, I was insistent about this is that I have them whenever they get in the fight. And I started this when they were like minuscule, right when the baby came. So when it was two years, three months, and then the newborn baby is they have to hug, kiss, say they're sorry and say, I love you every time. They have, that's their, that's their, their thing. And for some reason, I guess with the boys, it just like cuts the, they like forget like girls, maybe hold grudges or something. I don't know. But boys are like, Oh, okay. Now we're back to friends. We'll play Legos again or something. But it's, that's their, that's their thing. And I tell them they're best friends to the end and they have to be best friends. And like, 
I don't know. So far, so good. I'll, I'll report back. Maybe we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do a check-in in a few years. We'll, tell you. we'll do a teenager <laughs> follow-up. Yeah. Oh, we'll see how it's going. But for now, for five and seven, <laughs> we're doing okay. That's amazing. You're kind of making me interested in having a second one, like just a little. Well, well, I'll tell you, how old is yours? How old? He's just over two. Oh yeah. They're built-in, built-in buddies because we're not all around all the time. So they, they, they are playing together. They are playing together. And so it's been, <laughs> it's really been helpful because it's like, otherwise, what are, you know, what are they, they, they're, they're playing games together. They play Uno together. They're playing their, their iPads. They watch a lot of iPads. Sorry. I'm going to tell you here first. I'm not like a Montessori mom. Like they're, they, they love their games and their iPads. And they, <laughs> I am not a Montessori mom. They, they get to watch whatever. I mean, you know, YouTube on parental controls, but I'm just saying whatever, just let them, let them be. Yeah. yeah. We're judgment free zone over here too. Yes. So don't, yes. don't you worry. <laughs> yes. oh, I no. feel like I feel like I would have another boy because my family, so I have three older siblings and I have nine nieces and my son is the only boy in the family. So I just have this feeling that I would probably have a boy as well. It's like okay, do it. almost do it. weird if I was to have a girl. It's like, that's so many girls in the family, but that's a lot. <laughs> wild. Just wild. I know. What about nine girls and just the one boy? I know. He's just all on his lonesome over there. No, <laughs> It's over. It's going to be like, it'll be nonstop. Like the, everybody will be introducing him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or like leave him alone. You it's know, really funny like, to see. Yeah. I'm going to like this. Well, this has been amazing Shelton. And I want to acknowledge you for your amazing light and positivity and the way I can just tell you are passionate about helping people in your life and really being a stand for everyone around you. So thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're so fun. You're so easy to talk to and be with. Oh, so great. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Yes. yes. Okay. Try. We're going to do our lightning round. So just answer these in like, you know, one word to one sentence kind of thing. Okay. Are you ready? Current favorite book or podcast or Instagram account, it could even be that gives you inspiration. Okay. I listen to a lot of Abraham Hicks <gasps> I love on YouTube. So yeah. good. Uh, it's so yeah. funny that you said that though, because I'm on a bit of a kick of that too. Gala Darling, who I'm just like really obsessed with, she turned me on to Abraham Hicks and yeah, it's amazing. Love it. Yeah. Anyone who's listening who hasn't gone and listened to any Abraham Hicks, you are missing out. And if you just literally YouTube it, there's so many good ones. So many good ones. Yeah. That's the thing. Morning beverage of choice. So 2020 was all about the matchas. And then <laughs> I, almond milk matcha, but I'm kind of back on coffee, just coffee with a little almond milk. Mm, delicious. I'm not, I'm not that, not that exciting, but yeah, I need to go back to the matchas, I think. <laughs> <It's good. sighs> Me and caffeine have this very troubled past where... <laughs> I like, I slowly will like have like one coffee for like three months and then it goes to two. And then as soon as it starts creeping to the third, I'm like, Emily, and then usually I go back to tea. I'm like, yeah. re reel it in. You're like me. You're like me. Cause the caffeine is real, can get real crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have seven coffees a day. Like, Oops. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing to do when you have some child free time? Oh my gosh. 
I really work a lot, working all the time. But um, I would say that the only time I can ever really relax is at a spa or like during some sort of like massage or treatment because then I won't have my phone. That's, that's it. Girl, you got to learn to put that phone away. Uh, it is it is so attached. It. I even have the strap. I mean, I have the like, you know, band, bandoli, whatever. I mean, it's, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Girl, I can tell. <laughs> you do you though. Work is, I mean, I love my work, so I get it. And I have learned that it's been nice too to sometimes, like for me, I, I now turn off my phone at usually around 930 Good so, that, well, so that, you know, wow. turn all my notifications and like everything's off, off, off. So nothing bothers me. Maybe I'll get there one day. Maybe. One day, girl. <laughs> goals, goals. <laughs> favorite place you've traveled oh place i've traveled I've traveled a lot not that recent though obviously <laughs> <laughs> um where has been my oh my god lightning round what am i gonna say i lived in italy for a semester and it was amazing to like be all over europe and you know spend that time and i'm excited to kind of go back and uh, as an adult and take the kids to, mm. to some really fun places but like with the kids we love you know, Hawaii or Cabo or something, you know, something like that, but like warm and tropical, but I can't wait to do some Europe with the kids. Be amazing. Fun. I mean, Italy is amazing. So I go there any day, yeah. any day. So final question, something that's really important to me and I love teaching women about is confidence. Because for me, confidence is what probably helped you decide to change careers. For example, you had the confidence to be like, I'm starting a new thing. Like I'm a new mom. I don't care. I'm starting this new thing. So I'd love to hear what does confidence mean to you? Oh my gosh. Confidence mean to me is it's just being comfortable in your own skin, just kind of being who you are. And it's taken me a while, you know, but I think with age, it kind of just, I think it kind of helps. And, and also, you know, being a mom and just like over 40, I'm just like, okay, come on. I mean, <laughs> Just like okay, well, this, this is what it is, and um, you know, experience gives you confidence. I think for sure, especially in my business. So now it's like you know, my fifth full year. We have a lot of transactions under the belt, yeah. <laughs> team and thing, you know. So um, that's helpful. But yeah, just I I feel like that's it. And then I think that a lot of when you're kind, that kindness is super helpful in being loving and warm towards people. And that can come across as like confidence, but it's really just being sweet to other people. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Shelton. This has been amazing. And I want to make sure everyone goes and follows you. So where's the best place to catch you? Oh, okay. I love Instagram and I love, I like DM and chat with people all the time. Um, and it's Shelton Wilder Estates. So it's just at Shelton Wilder Estates. So. Perfect. Come on. I would love to connect. <laughs> Come on down. And I will link it in the show notes for everyone. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Emily. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.